Hello, everybody. This is Tierra Crystal, your life coach with Pearls Talk Radio, where we are here to talk about real life experiences and getting back to our original selves in real life. So today we're going to talk about betrayal. And this is something that is serious to me because this is something that I have learned along my journey with getting back to myself. And betrayal is what I will call a weed. And so I call it a weed because I look at life, our lives as an individual, as a garden. And we all know that weeds grow in gardens, right? And so betrayal can become a weed if you allow it to. And so if you're not familiar with betrayal means, I'll just paraphrase paraphrase real quick. Basically, it's just an agreement. It's a broken agreement between two people. You know, rather there was clarity or confusion there. And there's no integrity anymore between, you know, within that relationship. And so relationships are, you know, human, right? And so we all have relationships with outsiders. We have relationships with our parents, um, with our mothers, um, with our children, our spouses, you know, our friends, you know, family members, and just our our co-workers. And the most important relationship that you'll always, well, that you will always have is the relationship that you have with yourself. And so the conversations that, you know, people often have, or, you know, you may overhear when it's pertaining to betrayal is always outside sources. It's always about, you know, your, you know, spouse or your ex or, you know, your friend or a parent, you know, that has betrayed you. And oftentimes it's not negating, you know, that person's feelings or your feelings per se. And I think that you ought to honor how you feel and whatever steps that you need to take to protect yourself. I think that by all means, you know, you do what you have to do, but make sure that, you know, you're going about it in a healthy way. And, you know, there's an old saying that, you know, when you point the finger, you always have fingers going back to yourself. And so I think that. Oftentimes we have gotten, we've gotten away from honoring ourselves um, when it comes to simple things. And I think we kind of take advantage of it and not even realizing that we're, that we are taking advantage of our own selves. And so sometimes, you know, you can ask yourself, is this a learned behavior? You know, like, is this from my abuser? Or 
have I gotten into the habit of self-sabotaging myself? And so when I say, you know, am I acting as if my abuser, because oftentimes some victims, you know, not all, there's a, you know, there, there's a small percentage that sometimes um, a victim can mimic the behaviors or the characteristics of their abuser. <clears throat> and so I think, you know, you really have to do that still away time and really spend time with yourself and spend time with God and really reflect and meditate and get to know yourself and look back at your patterns and the things that people have done to you. Like even like make a list of the people that you feel like have betrayed you and write their names down maybe, and then even write down what it is that you thought that they did. And so in all of that, take accountability for your part. Because to me, the lack of accountability is still you betraying yourself, right? You know, we betray ourselves every day. You know, we betray ourselves every day when we play ourselves small, when we ask of things that we ourselves don't give ourselves. So how is it that you can require something of someone and you yourself don't even give it to you? The first thing in life, you have to be good to yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to, you know, honor yourself. And oftentimes, you know, people are just, it's like you stomping down a street and you're so demanding, but you yourself lack within. And so we play ourselves small when we don't. Um, adhere to our intuition when we downplay it, when we don't trust our gut and what that small, still voice is telling us. When we have all the signs, but yet and still we're like overlooking it and we're like, ah, well, maybe it's just me. You know, that is you not trusting yourself. And so when you don't trust yourself because, you know, we we come into this world alone and we die in this world alone. So, you know, you should know you and you should be comfortable with yourself. You should, you know, not, I don't want to say safe because humans, we are destructive creatures, but um, it should be some sense of safeness that you think of yourself highly enough to trust yourself and that 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 intuition that is a God-given gift that God gives all people. And so I was talking to a friend of mine. Shout out to Ryan Harvey. Uh, I call him Michael Myers. But um, we were talking and I see so many people and I've had so many conversations with people um, that have had children that have been married 
to people just because of their children. And they didn't even want to be in that relationship or with that person per se. They just ended up having babies. And then, you know, they stay in a relationship because they feel like they are obligated to stay due to the children. And I just want to say that that is a bunch of bullcrap. You know, you, if you yourself are not happy, you should not risk your own happiness for the sake of your children. You know, you have to learn, you know, we have to learn how to co-parent in a healthy, conducive way for both parents. But you want to put the child first because, you know, the child is really kind of being raised in a lie in a hostile environment because nobody's happy. And I think even if you don't tell the person that, I think deep down they always know, but they are okay with playing it small and they are okay with playing it safe that they just go along with the bull crap. And so I was talking to Ryan and I had brought up you know, why he thought that a lot of men stay in relationships with their children's mother, you know, and they don't want to be there. And, you know, he started to say that, you know, it's due to fear uh, and not wanting to grow. And they always feel like maybe safe is better. And I just wanted to, I just want to tell you that safe isn't, it's not good. Like you're bigger than safe. Like you should never be okay with staying still and basically just, I mean, you might as well to me just lay down and die. Now I'm not saying for anybody to go out and kill themselves, but to me, that's like almost suicide. You you you're die you're 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 literally dying. You're not living. You are just existing. Like life is, you know. God came to give us life, and a and an abundant life at that. <laughs> but we are okay with the scraps. We are okay with settling. We have become okay with being just the baby mama. Um, we have been conditioned to think that that role means that you have won and that you have become a prize. But I'm sorry to bust your bubble, but that is a lie. You are living a lie and deep down you may never say it out loud or you may not you may never speak it to another soul, but you're lying. You are living a whole lot and you have betrayed yourself. So before you go and blame him and say, oh, well, he never left. Oh, well, she never left me or whatever the story may be. You know, um, we blame the other party in reference to, oh, well, you knew, you know, and yes, they did know that they didn't want you. And so that's why he don't come home. That's why, you know, he doesn't, you know, his his eyes don't light up like maybe they should when he sees you and yeah 
but that's not his fault because you because you knew and you saw and God gave you an intuition to lead and guide you but oftentimes we're so fearful of being alone and what other people are going to think and so in all of that it goes back to you betraying yourself no person is worth you betraying you how are you going to cross you when everybody's talking about loyalty but half the people they're not even loyal to themselves So how are you going to ask for loyalty and you don't even require loyalty to you? And nine times out of 10, they see it. And so they're going to run game on it. Or they're going to run game on you because they see that you're, you're not even good to you. You don't even love you. You don't even um, have the esteem to get up and get your W. When you get up and you say that this is enough, this isn't conducive for me, This this table that I'm sitting at is no longer serving me. When you get up and you don't care about what people say or, you know, oh, well, let me take this to go plate or, you know, no, like get up. If you're not being served, get up from the table, sir. Get up from the table, ma'am, sis, like get up and you go somewhere and build your own table, serve your own self. Because your children are looking at you. You know, everybody wants this idea of marriage. Okay, well, go. You can still find it with you having a child, you know, outside of being married. Um, you can find it. But it takes you finding that solitude, finding that peace within yourself. So many people at, are at war with themselves. And I just read a, um, I read a post from one of the ladies that I truly admire. Her name is Ronnie B. And I'm trying to see if I can grab it real quick. It was basically on the lines of, if you are at war with yourself, then leave people alone. Yeah, it says, uh, please, don't please don't disturb my peace if you're at war with yourself. And so oftentimes we know when people are at war with themselves, you know, but you okay with, you know, playing yourself small and not having any accountability to yourself. And then another thing that I see when it comes to betrayal, when it comes to men, preferably black men. Um, and maybe brown men as well. I don't know. But like, I don't see how grown men are okay with hanging with one another all day long for days at a time. And it's a group of you guys. But some of you all have children. Some of you are in relationships or whatever you may call it. But you all are all hanging together like all day. And like that goes against everything that, you know, God created, you know, God created family. You know, we are the image of God. And how are you being the image of God with hanging with your so-called friends and your boys? And I'm not saying that, you know, you should not, but your first priority should always be home. And if it isn't, and, and, and if you don't have a family, 
as of yet, or if you were in a relationship and you have a child and you are a single male, then I think you need to use your time wisely as far as getting you together so that you can prepare yourself to be that head of your household so that you can actually be a leader and so that you have learned how to be a student to God and to fall in love with God and to submit yourself to God. So therefore your wife can follow you because you follow Christ. And so this hanging with your boys all day or, you know, all night and you just don't come in, like you have to check your circle and your friends because then nobody's who's holding who accountable. Like, man, you need to go home. Like, man, what's up with your daughter? Like, you know, um, help your kids with your homework. Like friends should be able to correct you, you know, love corrects period point blank. God is nothing but love. And he's, all of these beautiful um, things that, you know, our vocabulary can't even describe, but he's also a God of wrath and he's also a God of correction. And so you have to correct one another. You have to hold each other, you know, accountable because if you don't, then it, there, it goes again, goes back to the lack of love. I'm sorry, not the lack of love, but no, yeah, no, yes, the lack of love. There's no esteem there. You're okay with playing yourself small. You're okay with um, being in the background. And if you are a man, then you are the leader. You are the head. You are above, you know, you help navigate. And so in that, I believe that there's a lot of men who aren't in their rightful places because women are so busy trying to com to compete with one another. And she herself has not done the work to love on herself, to, to be that wife, to be that crown into her husband, to really get all of those weeds out of her garden because she's so busy and so consumed with outside things and not holding herself accountable and holding herself as, as those regards and having standards and values for her life. And so I'm about to get out of here. I just want to leave you with, you know, stop asking people for something that you yourself don't require for you. Take the time out to love on yourself. Take the time out to get to know yourself for you. Not even for the sense of having a husband or having a wife or whatever, but this, you have your relationship with yourself. And so you don't want to be, you know, in broken, uh, broken pieces, because if you yourself don't heal, then you'll bleed out on other people that had nothing, that, that had nothing to do with um, the trauma. And then that's how you lose relationships. And, you know, God made us all, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, God, it slipped my mind. But anyway, well, dang, that's, oh, God, it's, it's going to make me mad, but it's okay. But anyway, um, yeah, love on yourself, be true to yourself, to thy own self be true, and let's be happy in real life, because this fake happy stuff, it got to go out the window, we have to be better, we have to be better for ourselves, we have to be better for God, we have to be better for our children, we have to be better for the church, we have to be better for our community and for our family, so that we can be whole people and whole communities and whole families, just that wholeness, 
That's what we need. And to heal, we have to do it one thing at a time. And that means that you have to work on you first. And if you don't, then you'll always be bleeding out. And you'll never know what living is really about. And it's a beautiful thing because God gave it to us. And he said that we are supposed to live an abundant life. And God's blessings add no sorrow. There's no sorrows attached to his blessings. He wants us to win. He wants us to thrive. He wants us to actually um, walk in our kingship at kingships as sons and daughters of his. But how you going to get there if you keep on betraying you? So I'm out. I will see you guys on my next episode. I don't know what it's going to be about. But real quick, how about your girl did her thing in reference to, because I don't know if you heard my introduction. I said life coach. And so I got my certificate. And I'm so proud of me because July is like the hardest month for me because my stepfather's birthday is that is in July and the day that he passed away is also the month of July. And I got my certificate July 31st, which is a Wednesday. So Wednesday, July 31st, 2019, your girl got her certificate to be a life coach. So I'm proud of me, you know, uh, celebrating myself because oftentimes I don't, but get in a habit of celebrating any W that you have, whether it is a big W or a small W, it does not matter. You celebrate you no matter if the people applaud you or not, because remember that the same hands that applaud you sometimes can be the same hands that throw rocks at you. So this is your girl, Tierra Crystal, your life coach with Pearls Talk Radio, where we talk about real life experiences and getting back to our original selves in real life, though. All right, I'm out.